Hey everyone, it's Charity Gibson with the Badass Women of Promo Podcast. I have a super special guest today. Her name is Ashley Kalati. You guys might know her as one of the many wonderful shining bright faces of Common Skew. And I'm bringing Ashley on today, one, because she is a badass moon of promo and two because common skew has so graciously come on as a financial sponsor of the badass women of promo podcast basically putting their money where their mouth is and letting uh people in the industry everywhere know how much they support women in promo and um yeah so there we go ashley what's up yo Hey, Charity. Thanks so much for having me. I'm honored to be a badass. (laughs) You are a total badass one. And um, thanks for being here. I know it's so funny. You guys, anybody that knows me knows that I'm, you know, not not very busy at all. And <laughs> so between my travels and Ashley being off work and mostly me, I'll take all the fault for it. Like we're on like our third reschedule. So I'm so glad that you could be here. And I'm so thankful that you uh, were able to give me some grace for that craziness. Um, yeah. We just kind of want to get like right into it. Actually, uh, I actually, I mentioned obviously that you're from Common Skew and they are such cool kids. You guys are such cool kids over there. Obviously have been kind of a Common Skew fan since the very beginning of all time. And so um, we know where you are now, but how did you get here? Like, where were you before you were in promo? And then how did you find your way to Common Skew? So I think like pretty much everyone I talked to in the promo industry, nobody planned to end up here. We all just sort of fell into it some way or another. Um, And I do find once you get in, you never leave. (laughs) I don't think I've ever met anyone that has left the promo industry. Um, Truly, right? Like when I always joke around, it's the Hotel California of industries. Like you can check out any time you like, but you can never actually leave. And it infiltrates you. Yeah, that should be the theme song, I think. (laughs) Um, but before promo and we have to go pretty far back because I've spent most of my career in the promo industry. Um, I was actually hired by a distributor in Toronto from a phone interview while I was living in Jakarta, Indonesia. Um, after, after graduating from school, I left for a couple years to see the world and worked as an English teacher and oddly enough, found myself acting in some overseas commercials um, a lot of Australian commercials are filmed in Indonesia, which is a little known fact. It's cheaper to film there. So wow. okay. <laughs> I would show up for these casting calls and be, um, it would be pretty slim pickings for, you know, tall blondes. So I'd often get the job, even though I'm a terrible actress. Um, but it was, it was a really fun experience. That's so super seems, cool. Seems like a lifetime ago. Um, But yeah, so I was there when I got the job um, with, it was the person I was dating at the time actually owned the business. So that was kind of my connection. Um, And then we had the phone interview. So when I flew back to Toronto, I had a job waiting for me, which was pretty awesome. What a cool story. Okay, cool. (laughs) Like all things I would have never known before. So awesome. I'm so glad we're talking about, okay. So I don't know how you top that. Like I just... (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's pretty funny I had almost forgotten about some of that stuff and then some of my lovely colleagues here at Commonsgate did some some digging to sort of prank me and found one of the commercials which was a really good laugh here at the office oh that's awesome okay so we might have to like play that as an intro to the oh no way it's it's (laughs) lost forever now lost forever (laughs) very embarrassing stuff 
That's so um, funny. I had like when I first was getting, so I used to manage apartments and um, when we had uh, one of the DJs actually from the radio stations moved into the apartment community that I was managing and obviously talked us into some radio advertising. And he's like, Charity, do you want to come do some of the voiceovers? And it was kind of my goal in life to be a radio DJ for the, I mean, it's kind of funny now I'm doing a podcast. I think. Yeah. You're realizing your dream. (laughs) I'm I'm totally (laughs) putting it into reality, but I was like, yeah, of course I'll get to be on the radio. Okay, cool. So then of course we're doing these commercials and they are, I think I found a couple of the files, my computer a few years ago and they were so dumb. Like one, I used, I kind of speak Japanese. And so they had me doing um, commercials about Sakura, which is like a, a sushi place in Arizona. And um, I was like, Ichiban, you know, that's <laughs> nice. like, oh, we need here. to dig this up. Oh, gosh. Well, then there was one and it was, um, you know, that uh, is it outcast. It's like, ain't nobody dope as me. Like, so we did this ain't no apartments dope as these are. I live at the Springs. I'm like, oh, for f- <laughs> like, <laughs> what was <laughs> I thinking? You should do like a link on the badass website of before promo sort of outtakes. I think you'd find some pretty ridiculous stuff. As long as people would participate, but that would require your commercials coming up. So, Oh yeah. (laughs) What have I got myself into? What are we doing? You said it actually. So um, that's true. From your mouth to my website. Here we go. (laughs) Right on. So you said you, you ended up at a distributor company Mm -hmm. after, living the coolest life ever. Um, and then you now are at common skew. So how did that happen? Um, now obviously you're in a technology role. Like what, how does that Mm -hmm. look? So I have always been very interested in technology. Um, and going back to the distributorship that I worked for, they, and I think a lot of people can say this about the companies they work for, but they became like my second family. Um, and I'm still really close to them today. I actually ran into them yesterday at an industry barbecue, and it was really cool to catch up. Um, but while I was working from, while I was working with them, uh, there came a point in time around 2014 when we were looking for a new system so that we could move away from from paper and be able to connect our team because our team was growing across the con- across Canada, across the country. Um, so we wanted to all feel like we were connected, even though we were moving away from having just an office location where everyone would meet. So we reviewed a whole bunch of cloud-based options. um, And then we met with Catherine and saw what Comscue could do for us. And we were sold since it was the, at that time and what we saw was the only option that was really creative for the industry. Um, So it ticked off all of our boxes and, and even more. Um, So I used Comscue as a distributor for about five years before I started working here. So I had a uh, firsthand experience and became a huge, huge fangirl of Mark and Catherine um, before I was actually looking to change careers. And uh, looking back, it's so, it's so hard to believe how we used to do things. Like we'd spend so much time doing all the administrative stuff and passing paper around the office. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to fax the orders in like long before that. So um, I've kind of seen how in a distributorship um, things have changed so much over the last like 15 years. 
Absolutely. Well, and that's part of the reason, um, too. Well, not part of the reason, I guess. Part of the reason I was so successful, I think, as a distributor was because of the way that I was trained. And we used a, um, a tray system. I don't know what everybody else used, but we would print out the PO and then it would go into, uh, well, no, you know what, go way before that we had a notebook and we would, you know, all the different calls that we made, we had to make a hundred calls a day. We had to get 20 life people and anything that was like a request for a quote or things that we needed to do, we wrote on a notebook sheet and that went in our top tray that, you know, needs quote. And then throughout the day, we'd have different things in different trays and they went in just a very linear fashion, right? So needs quote, um, needs proof, enter order, awaiting confirmation, um, in production, shipped, get tracking number, and then we would move it into the send thank you bin. And after we sent the thank you, we gave it to order um, our order production girl that would do um, invoicing for it. So we just kind of moved it through these mm -hmm. little bins. So at any given time, I knew the status of all of my orders on any minute of any day. And so um, obviously this was now circa like two, so almost 20 <laughs> years ago, you know, I was four years old doing this, um, and, you know, obviously, and then starting my own company, later on, I didn't know any better than to do that same thing, right? So mm -hmm. I want to know where my orders are and I need to track them. So I put up this big bin system that took up half my desk and I had papers everywhere. Yeah. And so that was really the fun thing about meeting Mark and Catherine and um, personally and knowing like being in the beginning and watching them build common skew and being one of the first users on there, kind of helping them um, and I think there's a difference to, uh, too, it, it seems weird, but between Canada and U.S. and oh, yeah. between a boutique distributor and a larger distributor, like someone like Common Skew or Right Sleeve at the time is who they were building that for. Mm -hmm. And so I love to watch like from where it was before, even when it started back then, to what it's grown into now and how it kind of has a universal fit, I think, and how it just is such a, a cool system and yeah this is kind of a little bit of a commercial for common skew but i don't care because <laughs> yeah. like this is exactly well, it wasn't what it is meant to be. to be it's just no. it's hard not to get excited about it because it is it's the future of the industry and when you talk about where it was and where it's moving like you can't help but sort yeah. of plug it in a little bit totally excited about it. and that's i mean one of the reasons i was so excited when mark said he wanted to sponsor the podcast it's like oh because you've revolutionized the way that people do business you've made it so efficient for distributors to be able to track everything and you've made it so efficient for suppliers to be able to be engaged with distributors at a completely different level. And then you have freaking SKUCon and SKU Camp and all the fun stuff. And you've got, yeah. I'm still sad I don't have one of the towels from the one SKU Camp that I missed. Like, common <laughs> SKU is just cool. So I have a little bit of job. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, so I, I attended SKUCon for the first time a couple of years ago. And it's when I heard Catherine speak about the future of the promo industry. Um, and, and that's when I was like, dude, like I have to join these people, not necessarily like it wasn't my first instinct to join common skew, but I was like someone that is like-minded, like this is a group of this tribe or the group of people that, uh, I want to be a part of. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So, um, I guess one of the things that I would talk to kind of or ask you, I guess, moving forward from that kind of thing is um, obviously you are a female and you're in promo mm -hmm. and I notice, okay, so this is going to be, I, I hope this doesn't offend anybody or maybe it will and maybe it'll change things, but 
um, there were pictures posted of the technology summit for PPAI. And mm -hmm. uh, it was really interesting because it was taken from the back of the room. And I'm like, whoa, here, like from a demographic standpoint, I'm like, it was a ton of males and it was a certain age demographic. I think I saw mm -hmm. like three females in the room. And so I think, I mean, traditionally, obviously we've heard about it in the, the main arena of tech in, you know, talks with Facebook and Google and, and everything like that. So I think when we think of technology companies, we stereotypically think of like a male dominated workforce. I think that's been the trend. I know that people are kind of moving into technology. Mm -hmm. A lot more females are kind of um, taking executive positions and developer positions and they're being a lot more um, face forward for these companies. Um, but obviously promo, sometimes we're a little late to catch up. I guess my mm -hmm. question would be, um, common skew is super diverse. Obviously you've got Catherine and Mark at the top and then you're, you've got Sam, you've got you, you know, uh, just a ton of different females in power positions. And so I'm just really curious, like as it pertains to gender and I think also cultural diversity at common skew, you guys have done a good job for that. Um, mm. what is, what does that look like for you? Like, what are you noticing in trends? How does that affecting, uh, common skew are you noticing any challenges or benefits because of that 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 you guys are culturally and gender diverse like what what does that look like well like you just mentioned i do find and for some reason the promo industry is always a couple of years behind on trends um i was i attended collision which is a massive tech conference that happened in toronto in june and i was really happy to hear that nearly 50 percent of the attendees were female now, a part of that was that they really incented, incented uh, women to come by giving steep discounts on tickets. But that's one way to really get people interested, and especially getting young females interested in the field. Um, I don't know any stats, but I, I did hear that there are more and more females getting into like programming programs and getting into the field. Um, I'd love to see some more females join the programming team over here um hopefully hopefully that happens soon um but i just i think it's going to take some time yeah so when we've talked kind of talked about it before on the podcast that you know in in some regard it's not necessarily always um the responsibility or um it's not a, a symptom of the market not wanting females in certain positions. It's either a lack of females in those positions or um, maybe, you know, just the lack of interest in rising to a certain level within a company. I think there's, you know, obviously a certain, I, I'm noticing that there's a certain level of contentedness that women have. And so not everybody wants to run a mm -hmm. podcast or be at the forefront of technology or, you know, those kinds of things too. So I think obviously is as industries and certain companies are doing a better job like you mentioned collision giving steep discounts just to get people interested in it we kind of mm -hmm. don't know where, what we're missing until we have a chance to try it out and I think that's cool to hear that that there was such a uh, an initiative being um, in place for that yeah yeah it's pretty cool I'm I'm super proud to be a woman in tech and I love that there's more and more women joining the field all the time so I'm excited for the future to see become a, a more even playing field because yeah, we need everyone's perspective and not just this one group of like you said in the in the tech summit photos they look like all men of a certain age we really need to expand that yeah. to service everybody 
I, well, and I totally agree with that. I think that there's innovation that occurs. I think that there's different thought processes and um, again, not even just gender, but in age, bringing some of the younger people up. And um, so I, I definitely think there's a huge opportunity and I, I love to see that there's people like you that are helping to move that forward. Um, and you kind of mentioned like, you know, talking about moving forward and, and um, going forward, but where do you see currently women really crushing it as far as the, um, I mean, in the industry in general and technology in general, and the word, how do you see the role of women kind of changing as we move forward? Obviously that there's, there's more women coming into the workplace. There's more women, um, influencers in the, in the industry. Where do you see that going and how do you see the role of women changing kind of in the next few years as we move forward? Well, I just see it becoming even more equal and I've had the advantage of, of never really feeling like I was, was unequal. I mean, maybe it's, you know, the part of the world where I grew up, I was always given the same opportunities as men. Um, and even in my relationship, I mean, we, we are complete equals. Um, my husband's never had a male boss. His bosses have always been women. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you just have to look at the, the PPAI rising stars this year. The women totally outnumbered the men. Um, so that's, that's cool to see. And I'm yeah. seeing I'm seeing more and more women majority business owners. I talk to a lot of distributors. That's that's my job. And I would say 50% of them are female. And maybe some of that is thanks to the WBE incentives um, to work with women-owned businesses. So things like that, programs like that, are really helping. That's cool. And it's fun that, that these women are coming up into the ranks and it's not, we're not giving, being given these opportunities just because we're women. It's, it's lovely to me to see that we're being given these opportunities because we're worthy because we've proven ourselves as capable and, you know, it has again, nothing to do with gender at that point. Like it's just so much fun to see that it's, there's a new rise in skill sets. There's, you know, a totally different mindset shift happening and that the opportunities aren't given just because they have to be given, like they're given because, you know, the, the work warrants it. So, you know, mm -hmm. kudos to that too. Um, hmm. And obviously we talked about this too, like you are obviously a super badass, I guess, being <laughs> that you, um, you, know, you work for Common Skew, you are so involved in the lives of suppliers and you see what's going on the distributor side of things. I guess I would ask you, what advice do you have for um, women, the women of promo on how to find their inner badass? Because I talk about this all the time. It's, you know, everybody has it. People ask me, they're like, you are a badass charity. I'm totally not. I'm like, no, I'm really not. Like, I'm here to tell all of your <laughs> stories. Like, you know, I just have a microphone and, a, and I run my mouth a lot. But I love hearing everything that everybody's doing. You've got, like I said, Catherine, you've got you. You've got Sam mm -hmm. Cates out there. Um, and people that are just really, I think I mentioned Taylor Borst earlier, Kate Plummer from, um, from oh, I love Clearmount. Kate. Yeah. She's, mm -hmm. and she's leading the charge kind of with the WBA totally. too. Yeah. Um, so obviously all of these women out there, whether they're in the spotlight or they're not, obviously they, they are badasses, but how do you find that? How do you like kind of cultivate that and how do you like share it and shine it without seeming like you are, you know, some overconfident jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I was, I was driving to a meeting with Mark Graham yesterday and I'm like, so I'm doing this badass podcast. I'm like, do I seem like a badass to you? And he's like, you are way too nice to be a badass, a rub, a rebel. Yes. But a badass, I don't know, like maybe borderline. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, 
I don't always do what I'm told and I definitely stand up for myself. Um, so I guess that's kind of the definition. I just also have a hard time not being super nice. So <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny cause I just, um, a good friend of mine told me to read this book and, um, it's so funny because I, I don't know. I just, I think of myself kind of the same thing, like a little too nice. Sometimes I, I definitely have a streak though. I can, I can be kind yeah, of, I want to seem like more tough, but I just don't come off that way. Even when I don't I try. know how to do it. Yeah. No, and it's, so she, she told me to read this book and it's called nice girls. Don't get rich. And it's like uh, 75 money mistakes that women typically make about like not asking for raises and not going mm-hmm. in and like all of these different things. And so reading this book has been kind of hilarious. And like, I never realized like how nice I was and how much I was leaving on the table. Now I'm reading this book. I'm like, well, darn it. <laughs> like, yeah. And the fact that I'm I like, need to read that it, book. Like, <laughs> uh, I'll send you a copy. And see, see, oh, awesome. we, can, we can harness our inner badasses together. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of it is having confidence. And one thing that I didn't mention is when I first applied to work at common skew and I sent a message to Mark and Catherine, um, they, Mark's answer basically was no to me. And I guess part of the reason why you might call me a badass is because I didn't take no for an answer. Um, and part of the reason why he said no is because I was a, a common SKU user and I worked for um, basically one of their customers. So he didn't want to seem like he was poaching or you know doing anything that wasn't totally transparent. Um, but just not taking no for an answer. If you want something to go and get it, um, because it'll be worth the risk. At least you've tried. Um, yeah. And I would say to trust your heart. So back to that transparency, one thing that I did was I told my my current employer that I was looking for work. I didn't want, because I was staying in the industry, I didn't want it to get back to her and that I was looking for jobs. I just wanted it to be totally transparent. This is my plan. Um, and then then I didn't feel like I was doing anything behind anyone's back. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. What, and it, it, it says a lot, obviously of Mark and of common skew. And part of the reason we've been good friends for so long is that he just like has a heart of gold. And I, I love that mm-hmm. about him. And I mm-hmm. love that the value, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things about common skew is the corporate culture. Um, it just seems like a fun place to work where you know that you guys are friends and that comes from a place of trust and it comes from a place of transparency. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it comes from a place of boldness. I mean, I think that's everybody that I know from, from common skew and obviously you included you're not afraid to be bold and you're not afraid to get what you want I love that you said that um and there's a, I don't know another book if people have heard it it's go for no and talks about you know the worst thing that can happen if you ask for something that you're told no but if you don't ask yeah. you never get that answer and so and I then if you, you are told no it's it doesn't it's have to be the final no. answer <laughs> You're like, oh, well, and that was actually, it's funny because um, PPV just published this article on the podcast in this issue and this month. And one of the things that we joked, I was talking to Daniel Renda when we were, we were doing the interview and my first foray into promotional products, I was a, a, an apartment manager and all of these apartments had the, the, they had polybutylene piping. So the, the, pipes would spring a leak and it would fill the apartments with water and there were three stories and so it burst on the third floor and collapsed all the way down like if the third and second floor were empty it would just build up water for months and then all of a sudden the ceiling and the first floor would come crashing down so these people's apartments would be filled with water their computers would be 
um, you know, broken their memories, lost their pictures, ruined all of their oh, stuff. That sounds like you know. a nightmare. Okay, it was awful. And so I'm I'm going to interview for these new jobs, and I saw this in the paper for you know B two B account manager at this promotional product company. I'm like, what is this all about? So I applied for the thing. And of course I go into my first interview and I just have this, like, it's like pouring salt on my wounds. Cause I'm just kind of, I was young and naive and like, oh my gosh. And so my current job, like, I just went off about how bad it was. I'm like, that's not a way to get a job. And of course they didn't hire me. And so I saw it again a year later and came back in and applied for it again. And I had, you know, my wounds had healed. I had grown quite a bit and I walked in and I'm like, I'm getting this job. I'm not walking out of here without having this opportunity. And so kind of the same thing. I love that the tenacity that you have, mm-hmm. that you're, you just knew that you wanted it and you, um, and I love the way that you went about getting it too. It's not like you were slimy or like mm-hmm. scheming. It was, I'm going to be fully transparent. I'm going to do this the right way. I'm going to talk to my boss. I'm going to let Mark know that I talked to my boss and it's going to be a cool thing too. So good yeah. on you. That's so rad. It actually shocked a lot of people that I would tell my current employer that I'm looking for work because people don't typically do that. Um, and I just, it just felt right. So you got to yeah. trust, trust your heart, trust your gut and uh, just go for what you want. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so I think that obviously we've talked about how much of a badass you are and all the things that make you a badass. And I also, at the end of every podcast, kind of ask people the same question and people definitely have trouble with it each time because I know we have so many of us, but in an industry full of all of these powerhouse women, um, I'm just curious, who do you consider to be a badass promo and why? Well, because I've listened to your podcast, I was ready for this question (laughs) Um, and I've been thinking about it for at least a week and I can't narrow it down to just one. So obviously all the women at Commons here are awesome. I truly admire all of them and I'm honored to work with the best of the best. I've got Catherine and she's the reason I wanted to work here. She's such a trailblazer and there's so much that I hope to learn from her. Um, and then of course there's, there's Samantha Cates um, and Kate and Allie in marketing and Brie and customer success. They're all amazing and awesome to work with. Um, I have to give a shout out to my former boss, Melanie Sibbett from TCL. She's the one that first wrote me into this business 12 years ago. Um, She's run a successful promo agency for over 30 years and never let being a woman stand in the way of joining the boys club. In fact, she literally was in a club called the boys club that would meet. (laughs) (laughs) It was a bunch of suppliers and distributors that would meet annually to talk about business. Um, And then someone else that I have mad respect for is Katie Kalick from Spectre. Uh, she's like the best relationship manager and people connector that I've ever met. And I just admire her ambition and along with her intelligent business strategies, she's really skyrocketed her career. Um, so she's, she's really cool. Yeah. I just met Katie recently um, at a trade show and I was really impressed with her. She's just super nice, like really welcoming and warm as soon as you meet mm-hmm. her. So I haven't gotten to know her a whole lot, um, but hopefully as we kind of, yeah, you got to get her on a, on a, a badass podcast because she's definitely a badass for sure. I'll totally do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm definitely going to let, uh, 
Katie and Melanie and all the Common Skew kids know all of the nice things that you said about them. And um, I guess my last question would be, is there anything else you want to bring up or talk about before we uh, put an end to this thing and, and get on with our days? <laughs> um, I mean, I could go on all day about all the amazing women that are really killing it in the industry. One thing is, I really feel like in this industry that women now are really supporting each other and we're lifting each other up instead of, you know, gossiping or trying to get ahead of each other. I feel like we're working together now as a team and it's really cool to see. And it's, it's thanks to things like the badass women promo that we are helping each other that way. I've definitely noticed that. And it's really cool. Even when Shannon first asked the question in that powerful promo women group, um, it was cool to see that other women are seeking other women out to help promote them. We've had almost a hundred nominations um, of women nominating other women as badasses. And I totally agree with you. It says so much about the state of the industry. I think the future of the industry as well. So definitely I'm excited to be a, a part of it. I'm excited to be a woman promo. And I love to yesterday, I don't know if you saw a quote, Melissa Batua from hub promotional group. Uh, one of the comments that she made on the, um, on the Facebook page was that when you raise others up, you rise with them. And so I think that goes along perfectly with what you said. So thank you for bringing that up and thank you for supporting the podcast and for your patience with me getting this done. <laughs> and I just am looking forward to this getting published and being even more involved with um, not only Common Skew, but the women of Common Skew and see what we can do to help raise women up as we move forward. All right. Thanks so much, Jody. Thank you guys so much. Again, this has been another episode of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. If you want to nominate someone as a Badass Woman of Promo, just visit the website, badasswomenofpromo.com. While you're there, there's also a place to give your quote on how to be a badass, in addition to um, reading some articles and finding past episodes. So definitely take a look at that. Um, we've got Ashley on today. Again, she's here representing Common Skew, which is one of our um, financial sponsors. We're definitely happy to have them on if you're looking for productivity software, ways to enhance revenue when spending less time doing it. Um, that's definitely a good thing to check out commonskew.com, C-O-M-M-O-N-S-K-U.com. Also, I'm super excited today to announce a partnership with All Made. If you haven't heard of All Made, they are an apparel company doing awesome things for the environment. Um, and they're also socially conscious. Um, check them out on their website. It's allmade.com. And they have an impact calculator. So I challenge you today to go in and put in the apparel purchases that you've done for the year and see how much oil, water, um, and more that you can save by working with them. Each shirt is made from six recycled plastic bottles. And I'm also super stoked that they are one of the first industry um, companies to promote that they are paying fair wages and so they are socially responsible as well having production in Haiti and um, an experience that you can actually engage upon um, engage in with them by traveling to Haiti and checking things out too so definitely check them out allmade.com if you have a chance um, definitely say thank you to them for sponsoring um, and for supporting Badass Women of Promo. Also, if you'd like to take advantage of a free shipping offer for them go ahead and check that out by using promo code badass on your PO to get free shipping on every PO from now until October 31st. With that, I'm out. Thank you again so much for being here and we'll talk to you again soon. Shine bright y'all.